Thank you again for spending these few moments with me. I want to go into part two of the Waiting on the Lord series. I would like to start out today uh, with one of the seven ways of waiting on the Lord. The first way is prayerfully, prayerfully. And that comes from Psalms 25, four through five. And it reads like this. Show me thy ways, O Lord. Teach me thy path. Lead me in thy truth and teach me. For thou art the God of my salvation. On thee do I wait all day long. As we wait on the Lord, we have to wait prayerfully. Make our request known and then we wait for the Lord. We will be covering a couple of things, and I, I want to start with preservation. Psalms 25, 21 says, Let integrity and uprightness preserve me, for I wait on thee. We wait on the Lord patiently, wait on the Lord prayerfully. We let our integrity and our uprightness preserve us. It keeps us while we're waiting on the Lord. We don't have to be subjected to what people say and their timetable. Uh, everybody has a timetable. Men have a timetable. The church has a timetable. Society has a timetable. Our jobs have timetable. Our relationships have timetable. But in this relationship with God, there is no timetable. All we do is wait. Prayerfully wait. We make our requests known and then we wait. That gives us the freedom we need and it renews our courage and our strength. All the time we're being preserved. One of the next things is that we wait on the Lord. Or one of the reasons that we wait on the Lord is for life. Psalms 33, 19 through 20 says to deliver their soul from death and to keep them alive in famine. Our soul waited for the Lord. He is our help and our shield. There's been no other time in our history that this has been more true. Waiting on the Lord to preserve our lives, to wait on the Lord to give us renewed courage and strength. Life itself is why we wait on the Lord. He delivers our very souls from death. We realize that for some, death is the ultimate end, and for the rest of us, death is just the beginning of something more glorious because we realize that we'll be able to see God in all his splendor and glory. And Different people believe different things, but I'm willing to die on what I believe. I believe that I'll see Jesus face to face, so I'm going to wait on him. I'm going to wait on him. For life, I'm going to wait on him to deliver my soul from the death, the death of sin. I'm going to wait on the Lord to keep me alive in this famine. You know, famine has many, many reasons and many, many uh, descriptions and definitions. We can theorize it. We can use theology to prove out what a famine is. We can add our own little slant on what a famine is, but you know, I'm not going to 
go into that. I'm going to let you decide what the famine is in your life. Wait on the Lord for help and protection. Psalms 33 and 20 says, our soul waiteth for the Lord. He is our help and our shield. Wait on the Lord for mercy. Psalms 33 and 22 says, let thy mercy, O Lord, be upon us according as we hope in thee. Wait on the Lord for patience. Psalms 37, 7 through 9 says, Rest in the Lord and wait patiently for him. Fret not thyself because of him who prospereth in his way, because of the man who bringeth wicked devices to pass. Cease from anger and forsake wrath. Fret not thyself in any wise to do evil, for evildoers shall be cut off. But those that wait on the Lord, they shall inherit the earth. That's almost self-explanatory. I mean, I, the scriptures should speak to you in your own way. We can listen at the commentaries and listen at the great minds of our time and talk about waiting on the Lord for patience. And some people say, don't pray for patience. And others say, oh, yeah, we, we have to pray for patience. But I've just come to believe. While we are resting in the Lord, we wait patiently for him. We don't worry ourselves about the person that's doing better than us or doing something different or well in our in our lives we 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 are all entrepreneurial at spirit we all have that little bit of entrepreneurial spirit within us so sometimes we want to put the cart before the horse or close the gate on the horse or whatever your reference is but we have to wait on the Lord patiently to be able to receive the benefit of the grace and mercy that God is showing us. We have to wait sometimes. I think the patience that it takes to wait will give us the courage to be single-minded and our single focus on God and what he has for us and not worrying about what he's doing for someone else. A lot of times people want to do things quickly and cut corners and, you know, prosper in their way. But your path of prosperity is not mine. My path of prosperity is not yours. We don't share these things always. God has a path for each of us. He has a design on our lives. And this is nothing new. He's had this design on our lives from the beginning, from our beginning. And if we have learned to wait patiently and pray fervently and hold on and hold out, we'll never have to worry about what other people are doing. For we know what is for us is for us. Cease from anger and forsake wrath. Fret not thyself to any wise to do evil. We don't have to be angry. We don't have to be mad. Sometimes we just need to let the humility that is within us come to the top and realize that all we have to do is keep our course and wait on the Lord. For it says that those that wait upon the Lord, they shall inherit the earth. I believe this is a time, we're living in a time where we're going to be receiving things from sources unknown. 
I think that things are going to change and it's going to shift in our favor. And I think for those of us that are bold enough to believe and to wait and acknowledge that it had to be the Lord, I couldn't do it by myself. It had to be the Lord. I, I couldn't achieve this by myself. But we'll be able to say, I patiently waited on the Lord. And in closing today, Psalms 37 and 34 says, wait on the Lord and keep his way. And he shall exalt thee to inherit the land. When the wicked are cut off, thou shalt see it. We shall inherit it. Our inheritance is from the Lord. The inheritance that we have is in many times much better than money, silver and gold. The inheritance that we have is one that is of peaceful origins. The inheritance that we have is of powerful origins. The inheritance that we have is spiritual in nature. Some of us have been destined to be apostles and prophets and preachers and teachers. We have an inheritance that comes from above. We'll be able to see things coming that others cannot. We'll be able to hear things happening that others cannot. There will be a realization down in our souls and in our spirits and in our minds that we have inherited from on high. Waiting on the Lord. It's a good thing. Listen, thank you for listening to A Word, Daily Inspiration for Life's Journey, Plain Talk for Plain Folks. My name is Reverend James B. Barkley, Sr. I am the pastor of the Damascus Road Outreach Ministry, and our podcast is now on Anchor and all podcasting platforms. Take some time, come back, share a few minutes with me. We'll go through the word of God just a little at a time. Thank you. Stay tuned. Thank you for taking the time out of your day to share with me. This is A Word, your daily inspiration for life's journey. Plain talk for plain folk. I will be sharing with you Waiting on the Lord, this is part two. My name is Reverend James B. Barkley. I'm the pastor of the Damascus Road Outreach Ministry. Our podcast is now streaming on Anchor and all podcasting platforms. Again, thank you for stopping to share.